0: It's Christmas time, as well as Hanukkah, as well as so many other religious and non-religious holidays. It's the end of the year. Anyway, I thought this week, let's give you not one, but two podcasts. There's the regular one, which I just recorded, which will tell you all about the energies of the year ahead. And this one is with a beautiful woman called Laura Hamblin, talking about the chanting sessions I'm going to be doing for Laura from Christmas Day to Christmas Eve. So if you're into chanting, if you want to really get in touch with your spiritual side, if you want to align with the energies as the year ends, have a listen and find out how to join me for all the free Zoom chanting I'll be doing from Christmas Day to New Year's Eve. So, Laura, 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 I am going to be covering for you in the chanting world in the coming one week. Is that correct? I think, let's see, it's going to be from December 25 to December 31. Is that, have I got the dates right there?
1: Yeah, yeah that's the right dates.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So, now tell me, first of all, Laura, how long have you been doing this chanting for? Because it must be a couple of years by now.
1: Yeah. And I think, actually, around the time you take over, it's around a 1,000 days. Wow. I started in March 2020. Um, yeah, and I've just kept going, really.
0: Um, and are you doing Monday to Friday or Sunday to Sunday?
1: I chant every single day, but only on Zoom Monday to Friday. After, mm. I don't know a while, it became too much hosting it every day. But I, okay. I do the chant
0: every day. So one thing I'm really excited about uh, covering for you for a week um, is that uh, I'm going to really delve into this breath work, which you've been doing, which has really fascinated me because I haven't done much breath work in the past uh, on such a regular basis. And in fact, I've been meaning to do the fire breath Uh, since I was in India about five or 10 years ago when everyone said, you should do the fire breath. It's actually really good to help shift weight because I've been wanting to lose weight for about five years or 10 years. Um, so let's talk about the three breaths that will be I will be doing, which you've been doing. Let's start with a fire breath. So um actually no, let should we start with pranayama?
1: Yeah, why don't we go through them in order? I mean okay. I think fire breaths are kind of a goodie, but let's let's do them in order. Okay. So um alternate nostril breath the um is a really Like, to me, that's the one I always do before meditating because it balances the mind. It balances the left and the right hemispheres of the brain. It works on the meridians um, and it calms the nervous system. It's brilliant for the nervous system. Right. Um, So really good for anyone with stress, but it is the perfect sort of entry into any kind of mantra or meditation.
0: Okay, so for those people who are watching on Facebook, can you show them how to do it? But as you do it, I'm going to describe what you're doing for people who are actually just listening to the podcast, okay? Okay, great. You can. Okay, so Laura's starting off by putting her left, is that your left hand? Your right right hand.
1: Right hand over right nostril. Yes,
0: so she's putting her right hand over her right nostril and breathing in through her left nostril and then holding a bit, and then she's moving her index finger to cover her left nostril and breathing out through her right nostril that she just breathed in with, okay? And then she does it again. She breathes in through the right nostril, holds it a bit, then releases her index finger off her left nostril and covers her right nostril and breathes out through her left nostril. And that's one round, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so if you've never heard of pranayama breathing, just look it up, but we will be doing that. I'll be on Zoom, so I'll give people a hand. Now, what does it do? It balances the left and right-hand side of the brain. What else does it do? Do we know?
1: Um, it opens up the Ida and the Pingala. It clears some energy on there. So, What's an Ida and a Pingala? So the Ida um, and the Pingala are meridians that run, um, yeah, up and down the, the central nervous system. Um, they spiral. I'm hoping I get this completely accurate, but they, yeah, they go around the Sushumna, which is the central column of energy in the body, right? Um, and they spiral around. And to me, they look like you know the um, international symbol for healing for medicine. Uh, yes, and a twist.
0: I already it's thought like of that, that actually when you when you first described it. Interesting.
1: Yeah, so I pretty much think that's what that is
0: right okay so it's obviously it's healing uh what is the effect of touching these two meridians they just bring balance or they clear you out or
1: yeah i mean i think there there's a lot of um benefits but mostly we're opening them up so that the energy can start moving through the body more easily um and they bring balance to the left and right side so it Primarily is balancing the two sides of the brain, but I think it, that in turn balances balance the body.
0: Okay. So I actually first did alternate nostril breathing or pranayama um, when I was probably about 13 or 14. At school we had Friday afternoon activities and for some reason I chose to do yoga, which was a bit random because I was more interested in, you know, Donnie Osmond and Leif Garrett or whatever, mm. David Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Um But I've always thought that somehow got me on my path. Do you think that's possible?
1: Yeah, for sure. Or I wonder, I mean, as you said that, I was like, yeah, I think maybe your path already knew what you needed to do and that was just giving you a little taster when you were young.
0: Ah, Right, because I always wondered if it kind of opened me up somehow. But, yeah, maybe it was just what I needed to do.
1: Mm. well yoga generally does open you know your chakras up your energy body up and helps that kundalini start rising which will bring about your purpose whatever it is
0: yeah so before we get on to the next breath just tell me a little bit about breath work do you think it's becoming more and more popular I mean I've known people who've been into it probably for about I would say someone I knew Mark Winter who used to work with Jonathan Kaner they've both passed away um, but Mark Winter was really into breath work uh, and that he must have passed away at least 10 years ago. So maybe 20 years ago, he was talking about breath work. Do you think it's something that's becoming more popular? Has it just been around forever and we're just discovering it? What's, what's the story there, do you think, Laura? Uh,
1: well, I think it has been around forever. You know, I think the yogis and the sages have, have known about this for a long, long time. But as I guess these um, modalities have come more to the West, we're learning more about them, and there does seem to be. You know, sometimes I wonder, is it because I'm moving more and more into that space that I therefore see and hear and you know think that's going on? But I actually think more and more people are using breath work to manage stress, to yeah, um, yeah, depression. You know, I think there's there's more openness around these subjects that were very taboo before, and therefore there's more help in how to manage them, and breath work one of those those mm. methods.
0: And, I mean, what is the theory here? The theory is that breath is prana or it brings in the prana, or it brings in the chi, and it balances our energies. Yeah,
1: yeah, ultimately.
0: Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the turtle breath that we're going to be doing. Yeah. So the turtle breath, you can do it for us, and I'll describe what Laura's doing. Okay, so it's a deep breath in through the nose and raising your head back as if you're kind of looking as high up as you can to the sky. And then breathing out through your mouth and dropping your chin right down towards your chest. And I know Laura always says when we do this together, it's all about the throat chakra. So I guess two questions is, you know, one, why do you do the turtle breath? Why do you focus on the heart, uh, on the throat chakra? Because I always think, oh, shouldn't we do one for the heart chakra? <laughs> um, and uh, two, what else can you tell us about turtle breath? Uh, so
1: one, why the throat? Well, to me, the throat's a little bit of a gateway to the heart chakra okay Um, i think in the west we're quite controlling we're quite into the detail um and that can stop our hearts from being fully open so the more we can work on our throat actually really helps our hearts open okay so um yeah it focuses on the throat um i can also feel when we're doing it at this time of year it does work on the secondary throat the thymus quite a lot as well okay Um, i can feel that opening up in people and um yeah, that it's it's a more subtle way, I guess, of clearing the throat chakra than the lion's breath, which is that you know sort of yoga big, right? Um, yes, that that helps clear it. Um, what was the second question?
0: The second question is, what are the benefits when we open up our heart chakra for anyone who uh, our throat chakra for anyone who's not familiar?
1: Okay, so yeah, so the benefits of working with the throat chakra at this time of year is you know, primarily, I guess, health, because our throat chakra is our defence mechanism for cold, flu, you know, all these bugs that are around, um, you know, at the moment.
0: So that's for people but, in the Northern Hemisphere, because yeah. Southern Hemisphere people will be going, huh? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We're, we're in fairly
0: cold, cold UK yes, at the Yes, snow, in fact.
1: Um, so that's primary. But also the throat chakra is the part of our being that really um whips to control likes to um judge likes to um make ourselves feel safe by kind of contracting um and when we can release a lot of that stuff we can be much more in flow with our life so i like to think that the ajna chakra the big picture um knows where we want to go what we should be doing third eye and the heart chakra um, you know, it's, make sure that's full of love and we're kind of on a, on a path of love. But the throat can often, the throat and the solar plexus feel like they're the tricky ones, the ones we need to lovingly manage a little bit um, because they can go into fear. So the throat can sort of say, oh, well, actually, if I just micromanage all that detail, I'll make sure we're safe. So it's, you know, trying hard, but it's actually making our life a little bit more complicated than it needs. Right. Um, and when it's in flow, it does things like you know knows the way to get from A to B perfectly, writes a really good practical to do list, keeps our you know ourselves organized and on time, those sorts of things, but in a very flowing, natural way, not that right. over over the top controlling way.
0: Okay, cool. And so, lastly, let's quickly chat about the breath of fire or the fire breath. Yeah, um, which is one I. Uh, definitely have known about that one for a good 20 years um just tell us tell everyone what it's about and then we'll do it
1: okay so um kapalabhati is like the yogic name and it's really around igniting the fire in the belly and as you mentioned before you know that's great for our digestion really good for raising the heat level in our body um, and burning sort of burning through so it can burn through kind of like you know the excess fat we can be holding um you know any sluggish digestion it can get our digestion working a bit faster and us um processing food therefore a little bit better so that's great but also our our sort of tummy our stomach area our belly is our power center so it's about much more than just our physical well-being it really um you know, light. you know, like they say, you know, that person's got a fire in their belly, right? It's, uh, it's they've got drive, they've got ambition. Yeah. And when we sort of can feel that fire in our belly, the kundalini can then start sort of rising up through the rest of our chakras and up through our crown chakra. And ultimately, that's kind of the aim of, um, yeah, meditation, breath work, yoga, is to align the kundalini so that we're o- an open channel. So it's
0: key for that. Cool. Okay. So I think that's all we need to say today. Um, but just so people know, you'll be back on January the 1st on the same link that I will be using, I hope, if possible, because that will be less confusing to people. Yeah. I guess you'll be able to make me host of that or something, will you? And then yeah, I can, I can make you me host, host again. It. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I haven't quite decided what time I'm going to do it because Laura and I were talking and we said, well, normally Laura does it at 7am before work, but this is going to be the holidays. So hopefully at 7am, we're all going to be tucked up in bed, having a lovely sleep. So I'll be doing a little bit later, but if you tune into me on Facebook, let me just say here and now, you know what, let me just say it. I will do it at 1030 every morning from December 25 to December 31 inclusive um yeah i think that that pretty much sums it up laura so thank you for sort of giving me the opportunity to continue with the chanting while you're away and uh and hopefully you know people will come along and some people might stay and it'll all be great
1: yeah thank you so much for covering i think the group will be delighted that it continues over the holidays and um yeah i'm really pleased
0: that brilliant you're doing that
1: for me so thank
0: you Okay, and I'm going to put all your details in the show notes, but just remind us of your website for anyone who wants more information about you, laurahamblin.com.
1: Yep, laurahamblin.com. Yeah, I'm an energetic healer and there's all the information on my website around uh, meditations and the healings that I do.
0: Amazing. Thank you, Laura. Uh, and I'll, I'll see you in the chanting. Yeah, I'll see you in the morning for chanting. Take care. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Mainly Moonology podcast. If you'd like to stay updated with the moon and moonology and astrology and all the other things we cover, be sure to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You'll be notified whenever a new episode is up. Also, it would mean a lot to me and my team if you could leave us a glowing five-star review on your podcast platform of choice please. That actually helps more people find us too, which spreads the love and surely also brings you amazing karma for taking a moment to help us out and to help other people find the podcast. Have a great week and I hope to speak to you next week. Lots of love.